my number six. Yeah. You need tremendous stamina. <laughs> Special guest, Trump. Stamina. Number six podcast. Oh, we do all the lights. Turn them back on again. <laughs> I want somebody to see from China. China's booty man. China booty man. <laughs> I love my life. <laughs> oh, Lord, my love. Number six. six. The stamina. Stamina. Six. Turn them off. <laughs> That's, that's, that's the most random one yet. I mean, they're, normally, they're normally pretty random. I enjoyed that. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to agree with you on that. One. <laughs> so this is this is episode number six. Yeah, man. Sorry, <laughs> sorry about that. You have to stop doing that. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> um, with, the, with the lovely Haley Thomas. Hello. Hello. Thank you for having me. No, you're very very welcome. How are you? I'm very well. Yes, quite We're amused on, um, already. Yeah, <laughs> we've actually had a massive mammoth talk already. We should have been. Re- we should have recorded the second we got here. I'm done, to be honest. Yeah. If, that's, <laughs> if you guys can just hash that together, that'd be grand. <laughs> so, uh, so Haley, um, blunt question: mm-hmm. What do you do? I am a sports and remedial massage therapist, and I do various other bits and bobs as well. But for kind of the nature of what we're here to talk about today. Um, yes, the sports massage is the main thing, important thing. How long have how we long known each other? Oh, crumbs. Uh, four years now? That's it, bloody hell. I yeah. think so. Shit, that gets fast, it? How long have we known each other? About 40 minutes, <laughs> yeah, so that's right. I think, <laughs> give or take. Yeah, it has been, it's taken us that long to Literally. put the mic yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not my fault, they're very distracting. <laughs> <laughs> so I've, I am... Um, we, we met um, because I've been playing, as podcast listeners now, I've been playing music since I was about eight years old. And over time and over wear and over use, I am, I, as you well know, I have neck problems and I have back problems and I have shoulder problems and I have wrist problems and I have yes. arm problems and I have everything else problems. Yeah. And neck to waist kind yeah, of everything, area. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nin- <laughs> 99 problems. But, yeah. but, uh, <laughs> they get Trump out again. We get Trump, yeah. <laughs> but, but Trump ain't one. <laughs> and you do a fantastic job of Thank basically just fixing me and making sure I can walk out of here. Um, so, okay, I'm, like I'm curious then. So, I didn't know how. I know you've got wrist issues, haven't you? Yeah. Like, is it, is it carpal? Is it? Or, well, you, you know, it's better yeah, than me actually, probably. Yeah. It's it's very <laughs> easy for people because people hear certain terminology sort of chucked about. The yeah. same as like, oh, I've got a prolapsed disc. I've got this, that, and the other. Is yeah, yeah, yeah. it's very kind of quite broad terminology in the end for a lot of different things that can be going on. Um, carpal tunnel is a very specific injury, repetitive strain that ends up kind of. Um, compressing the nerves in the wrist Aidan generally because he plays the guitar quite so much as he does it is a form of repetitive strain but it is something that can be quite specific to you guys that play the guitar that much Mm -hmm. because it's a very small movement that you actually do repetitively Um, and those little muscles that are recruited in that procedure if you like they're not supposed to be used that much you, you should really be using much broader bigger muscles to do those actions okay. so it is because it's such a fine movement that causes that the, the adhesions which is what people will call the knots that you can feel in people's muscles okay yeah yeah is that where they're like 
Is it the muscle that clumping together? Yeah, well, it's, it's tiny. If you think about kind of when people hear about tears in muscles, they always think it's something quite extreme. Like you've done a run and your hamstring's gone and it's, oh, it's, you know, career changing. But actually, we've all got tiny little tears going on in our muscles all the time, whether that be from overuse, using the muscle slightly inappropriately, whatever it might be. Um, and once you've got tiny little tear in the muscle, all your body will try and do is keep you going, always. So then what the fibres around it will do is recruit to try and sort of hash over the gap. All right. It's very, very simple. <laughs> um, but they'll hash over the gap. And then what you can actually feel if you run your hand across that muscle uh, is actual... the knot together. So that is why people call it knots, because that is, gen- you know, you run your thumb on it, that's what it feels like. So when <clears throat> you said tear in muscles, mm-hmm. I'm going to ask all the stupid questions. Go for it, my friend, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what I do in this podcast most of the time, <laughs> to be honest. But, like, when you... Is that what bodybuilders are essentially doing then? Yes, is that, that's, absolutely, it, that, absolutely. It's um, it's anything ranging from, I'm talking kind of micro, micro tears. Okay, so yeah. if you even laid out a muscle kind of in front of you, you wouldn't be able to see it necessarily with a naked eye. It's a real fibrous kind of level. Um, but what bodybuilders do, yeah, that is it. They, yeah. they, make, they create those tears within the muscle, which is why they eat so much protein, because yeah. protein is the building body. It's got all it's your amino, amino acids to build that muscle. Okay. So, yeah. On a more That's extreme level than wow. tiny. Yeah, that's all right. So I've been lucky. You obviously haven't. Mm. I know loads of other guys who just haven't. I've been lucky. I think all I've got is like a thumb that I can't straighten. It's this stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that from playing bass? I don't, yeah, I think so, because of the way I play. I think so. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm curious. That's why I'm curious. That, but, um, that looks a bit ligamenty because yeah, well, of the lack of movement you've got there. Because when I play a guitar I play with I like Hendrixy I play with my thumb over the top I've got a guitar here I'll demonstrate okay. like oh yeah okay. I play with thumb over like that always because it mutes my notes and I'm, no, I'm a bit of a messy player anyway so that's how I do it <laughs> and I'm wondering if that's the problem because I've never I've never done the thumb on the back of the neck sort of thing but that's what I've always it's just in the last two three years it's just started well the two but, different movements you've done there so obviously I'm not a musician so do forgive me if I offend anybody no no but Having it bent over the top, what you've actually done is you've flexed your joint, you've got your joint activated, you've got that sort of movement going, and then you're leaving it there. Yeah. And that's where, if you just leave your thumb neutral at the back, it's not really doing anything. Yes, of course, it's supporting the weight of the guitar, it's attached to your hand, but it's not actually recruited in that moment to do anything. If you're bending it, you're, you're bringing in... The pad of your thumb, you're yeah. bringing in your wrist, your flexors, and everything. You're just sort of it's engaging amazing. it. Yeah. So over a certain amount of time. There you go. Now we're staring at your weird thumb. <laughs> <laughs> is it because maybe because um, playing bass and guitar? I mean, bass and guitar has only been around since like I don't know, electric guitar, the fifties, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So it's a relatively young instrument, maybe. Okay. And there isn't really a precise schooled like this is the way you hold your guitar and this is the way you do it and this is whereas may I think probably pianists know how they should sit they should sit with their straight back and the, the bridge of their hands and all this kind of stuff mm-hmm. you don't really get taught that so much with guitar interesting and there are a lot of people that are self-taught I suppose yeah, yeah that's true with guitar possibly more so than others yeah, yeah I'd, I'd, I'd say that yeah. yeah you get guys just grabbing guitars and having a crack don't you yeah, you know, yeah. But whereas with a, something like a saxophone or a clarinet there's, there's more tutorial going well, on. Well, if there, you don't it? have a technique for a saxophone, you're never going to crack it, because you? Okay. you physically, your hands don't do that unless you teach yeah. them to do that. But like you said, it's, guitar's a good instrument for younger kids, because it's quite easy to get a good noise out of. Yeah, yeah, yeah straight you know, away you've got six notes, haven't you? But because, maybe because you can access it so quickly, people will just pick it up and go, 
Yeah. With a thumb over the top. Whatever, and then... <laughs> <laughs> Wherever you want to put your See? thumb. <laughs> Within reason. Because <laughs> you're right, there are a lot of bass players, a lot of guitarists that have these kinds of problems. Yeah. And have these kinds of problems. Yeah, everyone I know, basically. Yeah. yeah, pretty much everyone I know. Especially now, when we're in our... Well, I'm in my 40s, whatever, but... Yeah, it's like... Yeah, drummers, guitarists, all of us, you know what I mean? It's, it's just, it must be just the repetitiveness of it, obviously. Is, is that the, is that the main cause? It, it's obviously. You've got a few kind of causes, really. Okay. The repetitiveness is a big one, but technique is also technique, yeah. up, right up there. And like we've said, it may be that you've taught yourself. It may be that over time you've got sloppy. Because yeah. we all do that. I, mean, mm. I do that, if I'm honest, with the massage. I still give the best for <clears> the client, but my posture might not be ideal. Yeah, and okay. I, I then, I'll go home after a busy day and I'll feel it in my back or my leg or, you know, because I've not looked after myself. And it's quite a big thing, Aidan and I were talking about the other day, the fact that you guys, with musicians, you're very passionate about what you're doing. You're very, you feel the music, it's a, it's a real kind of drive but you don't necessarily have the awareness of the self-care that goes with having a dedication to something that takes up that many hours. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. No, I can understand that. So, I can imagine that being the same people who work on computers a lot as well. Oh, absolutely. Was, this is what came to mind when you said about the kind of the base only being around for sort of 50 odd yeah. years or 60 years now. Because computers, yeah, we all, you know, you yeah, set exactly up like your same. typewriter all those years ago, but now we're constantly sat in front of a screen whether it be your phone, so your head starts falling forward and the weight of your head literally increases exponentially as the angle of your neck flexes forward. Hmm. Um, so something that's, what, between 8 to £10 pounds generally, yeah. average head, got quite a big head, so yeah. probably about £10. Pound. Um, as that goes forward, you can end up with something that's 40, 50-odd pounds hanging off of the back of your neck. Oh. All of those muscles across your back are going to be recruited to try and keep your head attached because yeah. that's quite fundamental <laughs> and I suppose you know it will happen for you guys as guitarists yeah. as well it makes sense you're, you're yeah. kind of going to be it's very one sided what you do so one arm's going to be doing one thing one's going to be doing the other repetitively less so for things like you know the piano yeah. cello-y type thing but then still moving your arms but yeah the, the, the angle of your head is just massive in and you get a lot of kids things. with a Nintendo switches and uh, yeah. whatever. Yeah, oh, I mean, you must look at them and think, "Oh my god, you're going to have issues." Even, even I will admit, like 10 years. yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Even I'll admit, my little boy, he's, he's four, and Nanny very kindly bought him an iPad for his birthday. Um, but he will sit on the sofa. I mean, he's four; he can get his feet behind his head for goodness' sake. He can sit however he wants, but he just slumps and everything closes in. Yeah, and he's got his knees up and he's got his chest down and it's all like all compressed down. Yeah. Um, and he's four and he can cope with that in a minute but we're very mindful of changing his posture he doesn't have his iPad very much but you see teenagers and kids and all this vital growing you're doing and they're all scrunched up yeah and it affects everything even even your breathing which again is a big thing and you don't know you're doing it no no until until the symptoms appear and you're in pain and you're aching absolutely and that's also a big thing with massages you don't tend to realise how bad you were feeling until you feel better yeah and kind of people walk out and, you know, sports massage can be very strong massage. It's very targeted to what's what's going on as opposed to just a general massage that will do sort of head to toe and just relax. 
Um, it is very targeted to treat those issues and people don't realise I hear it every single day I didn't know that hurt till you poked it <laughs> because it never, it never just is the bit that hurts it's not as simple as that yeah. is that, that's what referred pain is it? not necessarily referred What's pain mean, referred then? pain is more so for argument's sake you've got you're, again go with the guitar because you've got one and I'm waving my arms about um <laughs> So one of your arms is extended round, mm -hmm. so that really puts quite a bit of pressure on your rotator cuff and your rhomboids to be switched on all the time. But what that can end up doing is causing you some muscular pain, but also some nerve compression, which is what you will find referring down your arm. Oh, okay. So if you find you've got pain in your forearm, pain in your wrist, yes, that will feel better for having some treatment to it, but actually generally it would be something kicking about. Yeah, higher up that you're maybe not even aware you of you wouldn't even know your neck's necessarily sore and then you end up kind of tracing back through your your habits and what you do and, and, and yeah. pinpointing it absolutely or you come and see myself or Philippa and Philippa goes beep <laughs> <laughs> or I poke the bit and go oh I didn't realise that hurt <laughs> ta-da <laughs> it's the magic of the massage so I guess, I guess maybe I might be wrong but the definition then of good technique is something that enables you to do what you want to do on the instrument um, only utilising the muscles that need to be used in order to do it. Mm. Does that kind of make sense? It does, but it's possibly a little bit simplistic, not Sam rude. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that before. Because, so it's right. <laughs> <laughs> because you're still going to want to play your instrument. And again, it's whether you have warmed up properly, whether oh, yeah. you um, have turned up you've got 10 minutes to hump all the stuff on the stage oh, and do a sound check yeah. yep. yep. do a sound check hump it ball <laughs> back off again you know in a performance sort of setting time is a factor and it's the same with a lot of a lot of industries and things i guess it's, it's mm -hmm. forging that time out to just wave your arms about give them give them some very simple stretching and almost to your muscles will learn over time that, that means they're going to be activated. That means they're right. being recruited to do something. Muscle memory is very real. And it's yeah. really, um, yeah, it's really very important um, to warm your body that you're about to do something. So, so warming up is literally getting the blood pumping through them and getting yeah. them activated. And getting the movement. So if you imagine you turn up, you've been driving, you've been sat down and all of a sudden you try and take a long run and a triple jump, mm -hmm. you're going to pull something. Yeah. That's kind of common sense. Yeah you're looking at that just on a smaller scale. So you're looking at all those little muscles you've been driving or you've been texting or you've been doing something very simple um, for a long time and then you get up and you go, right, now I'm going to, you know, start jumping about and start playing the guitar, playing yeah. any any instrument. Without warning those muscles, you're more likely to hurt yourself. God, you know I do that all the time. <laughs> yeah. Because before you go on stage, you're sat around for half an hour waiting for the band before you to finish mm. and then the guy's like, come on, you're on, quick, go. Yeah. And you're like, shit, all right. And then there's... That, that is exactly Power it, more or less, it. I'm in full head banging mode within like... 30 seconds and sat down and it's also the nature of the beast you've, you've come out your first song is your hardest hitting song whatever yeah, yeah. you know what I mean and you yeah. give it everything you got in the first 25 well, the seconds when the crowd are out there thinking oh, I wonder what these guys are yeah, like and you want to turn them straight away off, you want to yeah, so be in their face in the it's, off yeah zero to a hundred in 25 seconds isn't it you know yeah. that's, that's the nature of the beast mm. so when I mean I know I think every musician knows that warming up is a good thing yeah how do I know when I've done enough how do I know when I'm ready? Because I, I do worry that if I do too much, I'm just over-exhausting myself. And I'm... I don't... I mean, it's understanding that what you don't... You don't want to be, you know... For what you're doing, 
as we've discussed, your your upper body athlete. I love that phrase. This is great. I'm going to use I it love this phrase. And what I mean by that, <laughs> I'm, so <laughs> nice. I'm so happy with that. I'm very impressed. But what I mean by that phrase is you, as we've said, you recruit very specific muscles repeatedly, with arguably a much smaller physiological knowledge of those muscles and what they do and why it's important to look after them than a different kind of athlete. You know, if you asked a javelin player, they'd be able to say half of what I've said anyway because they are very aware of their body and how they recruit those muscles. So you don't need to go out there and, you know, be doing half an hour stretching and your yoga and, your, you know, all the rest of it. Any sort of joint mobilisation, so as small as getting the wrist circles. Yeah flexing and extending your, your hands, moving your fingers through their full range of movement, just r- shoulder rolls, moving your head, all of those things are indications to your body, shit's about to happen. <laughs> <laughs> She's going down. You know, yeah. And it's, it's crucial. It really is crucial. Because as then time goes on, you will know very quickly, you can do that very those very simple movements and you'll feel those muscles go, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. And it's all about awareness and getting your familiarity with those muscles. I think that happens when I come to see you as well, because as soon as you start prodding me in the right places, I'm sure my muscles think, oh, I know what's going on. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I hear that quite a bit. Someone will come for a massage and be sort of, you know, oh, I've not had a sports massage before. So-and-so says it hurts. It can be uncomfortable, um, but and the first time people can have their shoulders up around their ears, you know, they're not even there here for that. They're here for something else, but they're so tense. And then as soon as you've done one treatment, and they kind of go, "Oh, that's helped." It's not, you know, it wasn't as painful as I thought it was going to be. They get up and they go away. When they come back, you put your hands on somebody, and they might still feel a little bit tense to begin with, but straight away the muscles go, "Oh, I remember you." (laughs) You know, (laughs) it's making them alive now um but but it does and it happens and you can literally see people they lay down and they're really tense and then their bodies go oh no we we like this this is helpful and it it truly is muscle memory is such a powerful thing you just have to learn to talk to it (laughs) lesson seven (laughs) 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 that was creepy so what exactly when when you're giving someone a sports massage what, what exactly is going on what am I doing or what do you, I feel? I was going to say, are you, sports mass, massages repair, not, a, it's not necessarily a pleasurable experience to just relax you or, or, or can it be? I absolutely, or is it a absolutely. Every, a good sports massage therapist, mm. such as myself. No, we, um, you tailor <laughs> well, we'll your, put a link to your website. At the bottom. Thank you, thank you very much. <laughs> um, but you tailor it to the individual. Right. So you, I've been like we've said. I've been treating Aiden for. I'm sure I looked at it the other day about four and a half years now. Yeah. So generally, you don't even unless there's something specific that's happened in that time since I saw you last. You don't even really say anything about what's going on, do you? You just come in, lay down, and I go da 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 da, and you you do what's what's necessary. But but people people do come in and they they can be quite either timid about it or they're unsure about it and it's all about good communication um and the massage to me you generally generally i will always start just by putting my hands on someone's shoulders and on their back because it's quite an easy place for people to be touched yeah you know you're not going to just sneak up and grab the back of someone's leg because people hang off the light fitting absolutely so it's just to make people comfortable um some people cannot tolerate too deep tissue massage and you learn that very quickly um and it is people go away 
relaxed you feel you feel better you feel like your body's been you know looked after i feel like i've been reset nice i like that yeah yeah job done yeah <laughs> <laughs> i do i feel i feel like i've been like i've been rewound back to the point before all that you know i was damaging myself yeah and absolutely. then i and i damage myself for another month and i come and see you again absolutely. and we just keep it <laughs> we keep it this side of being an injury because yeah. it doesn't get that it doesn't get yeah. that bad and it doesn't get to that point where you know you need any recovery particularly you know from from something specific it is maintenance phase mm. um and people come at various stages some people come when they have just hurt themselves and then you won't see them again until they do something else yeah um but invariably it is best to maintain keep on top of it yeah, yeah. a level like, kind of playing field like Don't, running a car Absolutely. Keep those services regular. It should be all right. Absolutely. But people will be more willing to spend money on their car than they are on (laughs) an hour once a month to reset, make sure everything's okay. Yeah. Um, And it really is crucial, Mm. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Absolutely. But it's also, I mean, I I treat, I was quite surprised when, when Aidan asked me to do this, I was... I've said to a few people, oh, you know, it's double that I'm doing it because yeah, yeah. I find it quite funny because I just prattle on. <laughs> um, but, but the fact that it was for musicians, I didn't expect you to say that. Do you treat many musicians? Is that something specific? What do musicians do to hurt them? And it, it almost kind of made me think about it. And I treat a lot of everybody, you know, in various different walks of life, particularly computers, but that's a different conversation. Um, but I treat lots of musicians. Yeah. Lots of musicians, all with... Music, musical, oh, say musical instrument. I put my teeth in. Musical instruments, sort of related things, but also it goes along with life, doesn't it? Because it's not just about your music; it's about everything you do mm-hmm. alongside that on the other days when you're not picking up your guitar. I guess um, when when you see a musician play, the musician mm. really wants it to look like it's easy and it's natural. And yes, but the, but people don't see the other 23 hours a day when they're in pain and they're having to harvest themselves. <laughs> Absolutely, but also, like you said, you've been playing, you're very good at playing the guitar, but you've been playing since you were eight. Yeah. You know, that's, not to be offensive, a long time. <laughs> you know, so it's true, yeah. Yeah, it takes a lot of hours and it takes a lot of dedication and you musician types are a very particular breed that you want it to be perfect. You want to put across in your music what you're trying to put across and if you don't practice and you don't put that dedication in, it's shows doesn't it yeah so then when people then have an injury they don't want to feel i think part of it is they don't want to show to people that maybe they don't have a good technique maybe they've overdone it maybe they've done this because they don't want people to see it as a weakness they want them to see that they are good at what they do and that they're very talented Mm. and it in no way changes that if you are needing some self-care basically that's good It's, it's musicians are their own worst enemy let's face it if a sportsman lived like a musician, he just wouldn't be a sportsman. Because you just can't beer it up six nights a week yeah. at, at, at a pub. Eat from service you know, stations Eat from every service night. stations <laughs> yeah. every night, you know, and, yeah. and, and not sleep and all this sort of mm. stuff that we do because that's the nature of the beast. And, um, yeah, you just wouldn't be a sportsman if you lived like that. You just mm. physically couldn't be, but unless you were really lucky. But, yeah, but then so. that also just goes to add in how very, very crucial it is that in the seventh day when you're not on the road bearing up eating out of petrol stations yep. you do look after yourself That's it. Mm. and you carve out that little bit of time it's one of those kind of modern day things I haven't got time I haven't got time no, That's it. and it's you know 
everybody should meditate for 15 minutes a day except for the people that haven't got time they should meditate for an hour mm. because you have to take that time yeah. to look after yourself I like that yeah getting deep now I like that I like that <laughs> <laughs> so if I'm so this might be useful for people if they if they are playing their instrument and they feel a pain and they feel an ache in their arm. Mm-hmm. What's the first thing to do? Just try and acknowledge what you have done to feel that pain, because it may very well be that you know. Oh, last night I played for four hours, mm-hmm. and I, you know, I often feel a bit achy once I get up the next day. You know, all the rest of it. The normal, the normal kind of protocol for an injury really like an acute injury of icing it if you're able to take some anti-inflammatories that will always help um the massage kind of what i find it tends to come in in my opinion when people have had that recurring a few times and things have started to not go away as easily yeah like yeah it's actually lingering around and Absolutely. thinking oh hang on I might have an actual problem here yeah. and I was blokes are the worst for that stuff anyway <laughs> yes. aren't we yeah. yes. <laughs> yes you are <laughs> yeah, we're, just, yes. we're just terrible for actually getting our shit together and yeah. actually going to the doctors and actually doing that stuff but, Absolutely. but yeah. I find once you've been once and you find it helps then you'll keep doing it that's good men are quite you know if it, it's quite black and white and it's quite simple yeah. well I do the, I like playing my guitar it hurts if I go and have a massage and I look after myself and I do a few stretches for five seconds before I go on the stage that's better than nothing (laughs) and it feels better therefore I shall keep doing that yeah um it but again it's it's not always just as simple as oh somebody come and come and see me and I'll rub your arms and they'll feel better and it will go away it isn't as simple as that there can be those issues with literally issues with technique that do need you know the help of professional teachers to be able to tweak what you do, to be able to look into kind of any particular issues you you might have. Um, and that's not to be underestimated either, that if you do something for a length of time, as we mentioned earlier, you can start get to get a bit lazy and a bit oh, just lackadaisical nice. about it. Yeah. And even though you think, oh, my shoulder's going to hurt in the morning because I'm not standing right, yeah. you do it anyway. Yeah. So <laughs> it's all, a lot of these things are just all about awareness. And as soon as you are more aware of it, it becomes easier. It's hard though, even if you're aware Absolutely. of it. Even if you're aware Absolutely. of it. I mean, I did this course in the Anderson Technique, like I told yes. you, which is yeah. a lot about awareness. Mm. And even though you know you're doing it... Hello. We got some ghosts. That's a bit creepy, isn't it? That's, is it what's his name? Morton. Morgan. Morgan. Morgan the skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> Might Mor- just be the cleaners. Well. No, all right. <laughs> Must have didn't close the door properly when I had a wee earlier. It's like, we can chop all this out. Sorry. What's I saying? There's three of us. We can have them. It's fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anderson technique. <laughs> yes. Anderson technique. Um, when they started the course, he said, like, the concept of this is pretty easy, but it's one of the hardest things you'll ever have to do is to mm. change your habits and your posture and your... So like picking up a guitar, you don't think about it. You just pick up a guitar. Yeah. If the guitar's on the floor over there, I'll I will turn over and I'll stretch and I'll pick it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you don't think about what you're doing to your back and your arm no, and no. neck and that kind of stuff because it's just instinctual and you you just do it. Yeah. Such a programmed yeah. response. It's the same as you when you wake up in the morning, you pick your phone up. Yeah. It just is. That's just pre-programmed. So it is very difficult to undo that programming. And it's and the the big step for it was in, interrupting interrupting your interrupting your habits. Oh yeah. What? That's the clean. That's the clean. Oh, that's the clean, and it doesn't like me. <laughs> What's he? <laughs> Where's his car? 
Ich <lacht> Snake is calm. <lacht> oh, Alice, wir sind jetzt gerade Das Solange sie dann lässt. Dann imagine das Musical. So, yeah, the, the hardest bit I found in this course was the bit where you have to in interrupt your movements and you have to get your brain to get involved before you do anything. Yes, because that's moving from your subconscious programmed sort of you don't think about picking like you've just said yeah. picking up your guitar picking up your phone the way you drink the way you eat you don't think about those things no. so to be able to interrupt them you have to be switched on you have to remember to be in your conscious mind if that makes sense mm -hmm. no, and not, not just, an autopilot basically, absolutely yeah. right yeah, yeah. Which is yeah. difficult because we go through ninety oh, odd percent of our lives in autopilot. Yeah, and, the, and the, like the drive to work mm. in the morning—that's a killer. I bet you, you just... sometimes do and don't even remember doing it, don't you? Well, yeah. you do, yeah. And I watch, and I try and be conscious of that fact. But watching other people now has inspired me to, you know, wow. And it, no, everyone's in a daze mm. in the mornings. It's crazy. Yep. Everyone and no one, no one's awake yet. No, everyone's just getting to work and that's a whole different conversation well, yeah. about not living in the now, in the now and not exactly. living in the present exactly um and again that goes to a, a lot of not using your your brain doesn't know whether what it sees is real or imagined or in a book so we are capable of programming ourselves to believe and feel whatever we want to mm -hmm. but we all go around because we're so tied to computers and phones yeah, yeah. and technology and sadly dum 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 and you know yeah. just plodding along that the majority of your brain doesn't even get switched on for the majority of your day um and it's it is as important as much as you can even if it's just for five minutes to yeah. consciously engage with yourself mm -hmm. that sounds a bit wrong but <laughs> <laughs> engage with that part of your brain I can, I can engage with myself for way yeah, longer than five minutes it's always subconscious for you, isn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I went sideways on that I was being all deep and meaningful <laughs> oh, oh dear <laughs> this is the halfway point this is the halfway point it is the point that is halfway Halfway point. Um, side note, talking about kids and stuff like that. Yes. It's the same, like we're talking about repetitive and all this sort of stuff mm -hmm. with the guitars and stuff. Um, games controllers. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know, it's, 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 are they ergonomically designed correctly for the hand shape? That we, I don't know, you know. I'm sure Xbox and PlayStation would argue that they are. Obviously. From, <laughs> a, yeah. from a controller yeah, point exactly. of view. We don't want a lawsuit here. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's it, yeah. But... <laughs> All opinion. Um, <laughs> and they have come a long way. If you think yeah. back to when we were kids. Yeah, we were and just square. Just boxes. boxes. And yeah. I used to have a master system. There was, it was a rectangle. Yeah. 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 And those, and you know, but it's doing anything for that amount of time. As we've just said, even yeah, with the playing the guitar. The same, and the music, it's the same thing. Yeah. Anything that you engage with that for that length of time, again... There is too long to be doing something. Yeah. To be fair, there's too long to be playing the guitar. There's mm -hmm. too long to be yeah. sat on your phone scrolling through Facebook so you get repetitive strain in your thumb. Um, there's Until we kind of actively engage with the thought process of I'm doing too much of something, Yeah. you know, that's a whole 
the whole. Yeah, it's the whole. Yeah, that's the big. That's the big, big question. Mm. One of my one that's... of my biggest issues are these scooters. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Where people are predominantly left-footed, right-footed, right about. So they these children from very young ages will lock out one leg and scoot with the other. Yeah. And no, they continue that for quite a lot of years now because, yeah. you know, it's designed. You get a two-year-old on a scooter, then off they go because they bounce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but to see the one-sidedness of that in another 10 years well, will be very interesting. Not to talk about myself, but I skateboarded from a young kid for about 20 years mm. and it completely really disaligned my pelvis because yeah. pushing was it's a twist on my right leg was strong my left wasn't as strong so mm. I ended up doing um, the doctor actually told me to uh, Tai Chi interesting you reckon because it brings the alignment balance and balance back, back yeah. and central and core strength back and all that sort of stuff so I ended up doing two or three years of Tai Chi and it's a very modern day doctor you've got there well yeah, I was quite shocked <laughs> yeah and um, it was good only because I had a good teacher I kept going to be honest mm. but um I haven't, I haven't done it for years, but, yeah, it's exactly the same thing. Yeah, but, again, that, that does bring on to, you know, obviously I'm sat here saying about massage, but I work with a very good chiropractor, and often once you have been doing something repetitively that you will pull your joints out of alignment. What I can do is I can relax the muscles off so that you don't feel the discomfort of the muscles either being overworked or not engaged properly or all that sort of thing, but the chiropractor can actually get you lined back up so like you do Aiden you have you see another very good chiropractor mm-hmm. um, but you have that balance of the both don't you to keep you lined up so when you stand up straight everything's where it should be and then the muscles are worked through as well so what, what's the difference between a chiropractor and an osteopath nothing one is one bone <laughs> <laughs> I know uh, money yeah I'm not overly <laughs> convinced I know that answer. Um, I have generally, in my very much in my own personal opinion, I have seen chiropractors over osteopaths. I have seen osteopaths in the past, but in my experience, they've been quite feisty and a little bit kind of too too harsh yeah. for what I like as a treatment. Okay. Um, and some some people like that. Some some people need proper, you know, good scrunching to feel like they are back in alignment. Modern day chiropractic is very different to old style chiropractors that did use that. What you'd go in there, you get crunked and cracked from the head yeah, to the toe. Yeah, I think people have images of clicking necks and absolutely. And there is an element of that, you know, very much that if joints do need a significant adjustment, there can be that crunking, but. Oh, no, crunking, no. that's not the right word, is it? Yeah, crunking, that's a, that's a good, that's a good <laughs> automatic word. Yeah, <laughs> but what they will also use nowadays, um, as Philippa does and Verity does, they will use a combination of acupuncture, of some soft tissue release, of mobilisation of joints, of all of that combination of thing as a more holistic view. Yeah. So it isn't just as simple as, oh, you know, two one, two twos out, bump, there you go, off you pop, and I'll see you in three days. <laughs> Because um, there's a bit of a view on that as well, isn't there? That you go to see the chiropractor and you're in there twice a week for the foreseeable future. Yeah. But again, modern chiropractic, it's not like that. And if you see a good one, which we can recommend, um, <laughs> they and they're not like that because I'm in the I'm in the job I'm in because I like to help people feel better and help people's awareness improve about what they can do in their own lives uh, in the nicest possible way. If I can send someone off and not need to see them again. That's that's the 
ultimate goal, which yeah. sounds a bit backwards. Well, but yeah, it's like yeah, doing yourself. It's doing myself, but the point is, is in, isn't it, it isn't so, yeah, about the kind of isn't about the money. And as we said no, before, we started. There's plenty there's of broken plenty. people to yeah, go around. Um, so if I just start working through yeah, <laughs> Romsey yeah, yeah, yeah. and North Battersley, you know, you're going to be there for a while, even if you see everybody once. Um, but again, the nature of what we all do in life is we go home and slump on the sofa and yeah. be slightly sideways, one leg there, sort of scrumped over, yeah. sat on your phone, scrolling through your phone. You do that enough. Well, not you don't even need to do it enough. An evening you get up and you feel all achy, don't yeah. you? Because it's not how really we were designed to be. No, exactly. We don't move enough. Too many people are just like, I'll sort it, it'll be all right. It'll sort yes. itself out. Yeah. Yeah. And if those people were a little bit more ready to chuck a bit more energy at their own self-care, then yes, yeah, sit and slump in front of the telly. If tomorrow you're going to do your jog or your yoga or your whatever, but what you'll find is once you start doing your massage, excuse me, your massage or your yoga or your going for your jog, you don't want to do that because you know how much better... Hello. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to destroy everything. That's all right. you, you know how much better you can feel from having those positive experiences yeah. that you don't want to just sit it. and. Because it's not just a bodily, it's just endorphins and the dopamine Absolutely. and all that releasing your yeah. brain. Everything is linked. Absolutely. It? It's, it's and all it is, linked. You, you say about it whether it can be relaxing or not. Ultimately, it is relaxing. Yeah. Um, and kind of human touch is a majorly relaxing thing because we all again live in a very digital world where whereas you would have had to have gone round to see your mum or your nan or your great aunt Gladys whoever it might be now you phone them or yeah. you text them or you do so we don't have that Which physical is, interaction yeah, with people that might cuddle you that's you know mm -hmm. it's it is a real genuine genuine thing that that touch is so very important so actually just to get that relaxation release the endorphins as you say yeah. it can it improves your circulation it improves your sleep it improves breathing rates it's it's just very very good for you even without having a specific problem uh. as such and it's best to catch it before something hurts that's the trigger isn't it like What's that on my back hurts and he's going to see someone Yes, other people can just... I've had a, a lady recently who just turned around and said, I just feel a bit sluggish. Oh, right. Well, and I just feel... Good, yeah, I just feel like I'm really kind of slumped and not standing up probably. There's nothing major. She literally does just need to open her chest out a bit and we do that with the opening the pectoral muscles as we do, you know, yeah. to get help get your shoulders back. And as soon as you stand up, you breathe differently. Yeah. You can do it as you, you know, we sit here now, we, you lock your arms on your, your knees and you all scrunch up and you can only breathe to a certain depth because otherwise once you're sat down, all your organs get in the way. You know, your lungs don't have that space. Don't have the full capacity Absolutely. to Absolutely, so to open your chest up, to lift your chin up, not to be staring into your lap at your phone or your computer, mm -hmm. is major. And even if you just do that for the week or ten days after you've seen me, and you come back in a couple of weeks, you start to realise that that is a benefit. It makes you feel better. I'm sure, I'm sure, since I've done, started all this running I've been doing, that my asthma has improved. I'm sure of it. Yeah. Whether it's just lung capacity or what well, 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 What's this running business? What's going on here? <laughs> no, yeah, have you ever seen a long-haired, sweaty <laughs> man panting around your house? <laughs> it's me, so you don't need to worry. All right. <laughs> no, that's good. That's I'd good. say don't let him in either way. <laughs> <laughs> But then but, can that, that, can that not be, uh, not to 
put a down sort of on it but is that a, is this a vicious circle is that start, RSI on my knees is this yeah is that is you know is, is he you know running fixing other things but is it breaking other things and is, is it is it is that just a continuous balance you're going to lead through your life of, yes yeah it is isn't ultimately it? Yeah. yes because we as creatures as we are we aren't designed to do at what everything we do we're not designed to sit down for seven or eight hours a day and then go for half an hour run and make everything okay yeah that's you know i'm not to again great you know and and the running will really improve your lung capacity and with your asthma that'll be great Mm -hmm. um but there aren't there aren't quick fixes to everything no i think you Running is a particular bugbear of mine as well yeah, because I'm, I'm a bit of a firm believer not everybody should be running. Yeah. Um, which again, I could do that, go on about that for an hour. Um, because <laughs> we are, it's really we're all. Hard. It is, it is. <laughs> <laughs> running is really, really difficult. I'm um, <laughs> and just not fun. Yeah. <laughs> Regardless of what you people say. I hate running, I hate the actual doing. Like, yeah. I hate, you know, it's all right. But mm. the feeling afterwards of actually I've done something. Yeah, no, absolutely. I've got, I've got my ass out there. Yeah, absolutely. And I get feeling. that. But again, it's a symptom of the fast life that we live that you can't go out for a nice walk for two hours. You have to run for half an hour. Yeah. And the walk-in would do you just as much good for your lungs, arguably, just as much good for your lungs. It, you're out, you're engaging with your surroundings a bit more than you do when you run. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and the benefits of walking are boundless. You know, they do, that's what more we should money. be doing. In my opinion, there's less hazards... Um, I see a lot of runners. They're a very particular breed in and of themselves, even more than you guys, really. <laughs> um, you can pretty much tell any other sports person or kind of group of people that they need to stop that activity for a certain amount of time. Not work, obviously, that's a different scenario, but um, a professional rugby player, say you are going to need... Um, professionals, right, a rugby player, stop playing for six weeks because you need to give your hamstring time to heal. They won't like it, but they'll do it. Yeah. Runners, they won't like it and they won't do it. No, that's it. And the amount of times, oh, yeah, no, I felt, felt something go in my calf and I was like, I was doing a 10-mile run. All right, when did you feel it go? About a mile in. Mile. What did you do? <laughs> I finished the run. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Why would you do that? If you hear something pop in your body, <laughs> stop what you are doing immediately. <laughs> That's just, you know, <laughs> common sense to yeah. any other population of people. No, you, you've just well, described well, a lot of people I know. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, apart yeah. from musicians, though. I don't know if musicians would stop. But again, possibly it's the same mentality, you yeah. see. It's, mm, you're mad. Mad people. Mm-hmm. It's, it's almost a little bit obsessive. And well, I don't yeah. mean that offensively. That well, because it, running it, is no, quite it is. obsessive. It's a massive addiction, isn't it? It's it, it, very addictive. This whole thing. You know, what I mean, running, exercising itself. I'm sure. It I'm sure there's probably you know people I mean? that will listen to it and say, "Well, I, you know, I like my swimming, and I wouldn't want to stop my swimming." But there really is something in the mentality. What have you snapped? Sorry, <laughs> nothing. Not fiddling. I didn't. I didn't I'm fiddling with. with my... <laughs> <laughs> with my mic staff <laughs> no there, there definitely is something very specific in that mentality yeah. um, but like I say I probably am not as immersed in a musician's sort of world to but you are all a bit crazy like that yeah. as well aren't you well yeah it's, it's, it's the kind it's the kind of hobby that you get good at by spending hours on, on your own in a bedroom yeah. doing something over and little over bit again and it's got to take a certain mindset in order mm. to do that it is it's, it's passion isn't it yeah yeah well, you've got that initial phase 
that not many people actually get past that, that initial, I can't make my fingers do what they want to do, you know. And then once you get past that, you're away, basically. You, you know, that's it. And then it sticks with you for life. But mm. so many people I know have never got past that phase, sadly, you know what I mean? They're always too hard, too hard. But, but again, that's that thin line between sort of obsession and passion, isn't yeah, it? That you it. will keep going until you can do it because mm. you want to that badly. Mm-hmm. People give up on all sorts, don't they? Yeah, that's you it. know. I should imagine, you know, when people sign up to the old couch to 5K, there's plenty of people that achieve it. There's plenty of people that go on the first time. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I got to the pub, you know. Yeah. <laughs> That'll do. Well, it's supposed to take you nine weeks, and I've been doing it for nearly two years. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Is that right? Oh, true. I didn't realise you ran at all. That's good. That's good, man. That's good. I can do. I can do, like, about three miles. Yeah. Which I never thought I'd be able to do. That's good. I never thought I'd be able to do Very that. Good. The first one was the hardest one, and the first one on the couch, on the couch to 5K is the easy one because it's more walking than running. Mm. But it, actually, as you run so further, it's an, it's it gets an actual what? Like it's like an app on the phone. Yeah, yeah. It? yeah. Gives yeah. You, oh, yeah. Cool. Mm. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I put my podcasts on, and this little voice pops in and saying, "Now walk," and then you walk for a minute, and now run, and then you run for like a minute and a half, and now walk, and you do that for half an hour, and then the walking gets smaller and the running gets longer, and you're basically training yourself. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, "You're not the boss of me." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I'm not listening to you. You don't get to tell me. It's like with me playing an instrument. I don't know if I've got a good technique. I'll just go out and do it. Yeah. So I might, I might, I might be buggering up my Achilles or whatever. I don't know. We'll, get, know. we'll get well, to that, mate. That's why I've got you. My, my app goes, now walk. And then like 20 minutes later, it goes, now kebab. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do love it when people come to see me and they've got their Fitbit on. Because, of course, it will remind you to be walking to get your steps. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, just sod off. It's like <laughs> Fitbit's going, you haven't moved. Yeah. <laughs> I'm having a massage, leave me alone. No. <laughs> no, good. Uh, love it. <laughs> I, like what, I like the fact that you said, um, well, it sounds like to me that musicians are just unknowledgeable sportsmen. To me, you know, in that right, so I like that. But, Upper um, body athletes. I'm just thinking. Yeah, that's, I love that. It's great. But um, all right. Let's say. Ah, oh, it's hard. You like rehearsing. You rehearse. Do you rehearse? If you perform stood up, this is no age-old question for a guitarist, isn't it? If you perform yeah. stood up, mm-hmm. should you rehearse stood up? You know what I mean? It's like. You know, if you're going to be doing, if you're going to be standing up for an hour and a half on stage anyway that day. Should you be stood doing the same thing two hours earlier rehearsing or can you sort of relax into that and just... Like we said... Is it too much of a good thing sort of thing? It can be, but what I would say kind of, like I said, I'm not au fait with all the technicalities of you musician-y type people, but I would argue if you were going to go and run a marathon in the afternoon, you wouldn't run a marathon in In the the morning. morning. Yeah, common sense. Um, You have to be... You wouldn't sit down and rehearse all the time and then suddenly stand up and perform you'd have an element of that in what you do yeah um but ultimately yeah if you're going to stand up and perform for an hour and a half you don't do that no just previous do because no, exactly. it's just yeah common sense it's states. overload isn't it yeah, then that's it. That's um it. Even though it's a good thing to do from time to time because it's it, it is a different playing position. And you all need that to sort practice what the, you're going to do, yeah. It, and the strap pressure on your neck and Absolutely. all that, and, and a different position of your hands, and whether you're a, if you, maybe you sling the bass low, and when you sit down it's up high, sort of thing on your knee. Yeah. So yeah, obviously. Well, it's also going to change how how you breathe. Like yeah. you say, it will uh, yeah, change that's... how you stand. It will change how you breathe. Um, and if you don't, if you don't practice how you're going to do something, that's when you're going to hurt yourself. Yeah. 
because you it's a complete change yeah. and you won't be concentrating because in that performance it's a different obviously That's mindset it. so you will be well away with the fairies and you won't know what you're up to mm. and you hurt yourself that's it I would say <laughs> <laughs> so before I, when I, I knew we were, when I knew we were coming to see you I put a little shout out on uh, Southampton oh, based yes. players group um, <laughs> and I have got um, I basically asked anyone if they have any aches or pains mm-hmm. and then I, I read it out to you and then basically we get some free okay some free advice from you but yes. before we get stuck into that yes um, is there any top tips anything anything I think yeah, I, the number one kind of thing I would wish for people to take away is obviously I sit here from, I firmly believe that massage plays a big part in people's self-care. It might not be me, it might not be my sort of um, sports massage, it may be actually that you go to a different sort of body work like the chiropractor or the osteopath that we mentioned, um, but it really just needs to be an increase in self-awareness of what you're doing with your time, what you're doing with your body, what you're actually, what demands you're placing on yourself. Is that, is that mentally as well as physically? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, because the massage is, is a big thing for mental sort of release and relaxation yeah. as well as the, the sort of the physical um, getting everything lined up because it's a very safe place. You can, and people tell me all sorts of things and yeah. it's it's a very intimate situation for want of a better sort of phrase it's because you're in a very safe place you've got the same confidentiality as not quite seeing a doctor because that sounds a bit like I'm bigging myself up but it is that I don't want to tell anybody you and people do they tell you the the craziest of things and it is to me because they get that time to engage with themselves and really think about yeah, and process things. Absolutely, process absolutely. the day, the months, the year, whatever. You absolutely. Know, yeah. So to be aware of how you're picking up your guitar, your you know, or your kit when you're loading it up on oh, a yeah, stage, and driving, how you drive. Like, like, like a few weekends ago, I drove for nine hours to absolutely. do a gig in Bolton. It's mad. Good lord, that's not good for you, is it? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I mean, not, not just going to Bolton. I mean, the actual driving. <laughs> 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 but no, it isn't. It is. It was all the self awareness and being able to be an active participant in your self-care is mm-hmm. crucial whatever that looks like it's like you. you said before actually coming getting it sorted before it hurts yes yeah and occasionally the fact you know if you do something I, I treat a lady as a trombone player that is so one-sided yeah. you know I mean guitar is obviously but it, it really is and the strain that that puts on your body mm. um, so she actually came for something else and then we found her ribs were a bit nurgled that's the technical term Um, so you know we've done a lot of work on that sounds like a Harry Potter demon (laughs) Nurgle Nurgle (laughs) I like it okay right let's have a look at my phone shall we Mm -hmm. (laughs) so some some people had questions Mm -hmm. um, and some people had general comments as well which was quite interesting it's probably worth reading those out as well yeah well I'll just start I'll start at the top so a man called Nick Tan I'm Hello, pretty sure listens. Hello, Nick. <laughs> Hello, Nick. Um, he said, I used to get some RSI in my right shoulder. I narrowed it down to the chair I used when I teach. Very good work. I changed the chair and the shoulder was completely cured within a week. Mm. Absolutely. It doesn't need to be a long-standing issue for something to be, you know, instantly fixable. Yeah. It can be something as, as simple as, oh, I don't know what I've done. I've, you know, my neck's pulling. 
what have you done a week ago, a month ago? Yeah. Oh, changed the strap on my guitar. Done, you know, changed my car. Brilliant. Can you tweak that? Yep. Has it taken the, the discomfort away? Yes, because it will have changed his position and changed how he's working. Sounds like so, you did quite well to actually narrow it down absolutely, to us what it was. Absolutely. And that's, that's the kind of sort of having a bit of self-awareness and the oomph to do something about it and not just sit there and go, hmm, wonder what did that and do nothing about it. So well done, Nick. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's Paul Aaron, another, another good friend of mine, bass player. Mm-hmm. I get a bad backache because my bass is quite heavy and I wear it low and bounce around a bit. I think your I think your your face says it all there. Really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. Um, uh, there's a couple of things there you can possibly do about that. Um, Please, Paul probably knows this. Yeah, absolutely. But it's the whole. I mean, he's in a, he's in a punk band. I mean, that's that's the look. It's the it's, it's the image. Again, as we've said, I've said a couple of times today, it's the nature of the beast, isn't it? Yeah. It's, um, but again, it depends on how his back is after that. Is it just that his back aches once he's done a gig and then he's come home and he's a bit well, bit sore and then he gets up the next day and he's alright or is it the fact that it's causing him a longer term problem mm-hmm. like it, whether he's bruising himself literally because he's bouncing about the place or whether he has got some muscular dysfunction that needs looking at what um, well, I've got a stupid question go on then <laughs> <laughs> what if he what if he worked out made him really strong would that necessarily fix that no so they again did work out and make what, himself what really what strong. What if he worked out and became really strong? You know, and, and being strong and being able to better hold the weight of something without it feeling like a strain yeah. won't wouldn't hurt. But ultimately, you're not supposed to be jumping up and down, holding heavy weight, no, and waving yourself about. But well, he also says. Um, he also says, I get a bruised knee from the bass slamming against it. So that gives you an idea of how low it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Whoa. How long is his arms? <laughs> yeah. So he, there's a few things to unpack there. Um, <laughs> but ultimately, again, that, that comes down to, as we said, if he was just somebody playing at home, then you'd say, we well, you need to sort your technique out. But the nature of what he does, he's a performer, yeah. Yeah. you know, that you all are when, you, when you're at your gigs. So if... He, you can certainly help with any long-term sort of discomfort getting on top of it, as we do with like your arms. Mm. But bruising yourself because you're maybe a few yourself back stretches before and absolutely anything that's going to mobilise that would be great. But ultimately, what he's doing is quite extreme. Yeah, um, and very specific. I probably told you this, but I know um, I know a man who's friends with Rob Trujillo, is the bass player for Metallica. Mm-hmm. And when they were on tour in the UK, he came round to this man's house in London. And he turned up with his man, with, um, with a man he takes with him everywhere just to look after his wrist and look after his shoulders. He was with him 24-7 during the tour. Brilliant. And even when, when he swapped bass, when he swapped spaces, because I do like a two and a half hour show, I think. Mm. When he swapped spaces in between songs, he's not just swapping his bass when he goes off. He's having a quick rub and a quick kind of yeah, whatever. And, uh, absolutely. Set, yeah. And again, it goes back to that upper body athletes. You wouldn't get anybody performing a... I can't even... Again, it's your marathons, but that's a timed event. But anything that is that extreme and that strenuous on your body for that amount of time without some sort of support mm. at, that, at that level. I'm sure he pays a lot for this man to come out with him, but absolutely. if he can't play and Metallica can't play, imagine the money they lose. Yeah, absolutely. So the investment's absolutely worth it, isn't Absolutely, it? and it's weighing up what your self-care is worth to you. Because yeah. if you can't perform, then that's it, isn't it? Yeah, for a lot of yeah. people, you know, they don't make their career from performing. Um, but it's but it's, it's the love of the life is, is mm. going out. You know, they're sat in their office five days a week and mm. then looking forward to the Saturday night where they can go out and play bass for an hour or mm. two hours in a pub. That's what gets them through the 
Yeah. So it's absolutely worth, yeah. Absolutely. And that, again, that's, that's having your passion, isn't it? Yeah. All right, next question. I'm enjoying these. <laughs> um, oh, it's quite a long one here. Nope. You're right. Okay, I'm going to break it down into, into sentences just so we can kind of digest it all. All right. Hi, Aiden. Like digesting a long one. <laughs> about one and a half years ago, I played a gig in a function room in the Saints ground. About two songs from the end of the set, my right hand cramped and seized for about 20 to 30 seconds and then freed up and I managed to finish the set. Mm-hmm. Okay. Since then, I've had a pain stroke ache running along the top of my forearm mm-hmm. and the hand doesn't seem so strong and tires easily. I rested it for six months too, but it still isn't the same as it was. Up to that point, I've been playing trouble free for over 30 years. Poor man. Yeah, Bless that's him. not good. Yeah. Interesting. I remember Purple. lactic, like I used to get that in the first song. But I, I just assumed it was lactic acid build-up where I'm just doing so much in the first song, coming out, not warming up. And it, yeah, just, and it's engaging, it's recruiting those muscles so quickly. That's it. That, that to me that seems different. His right honestly, hand cramped and, and cramped and seized for twenty mm-hmm. to thirty seconds. No, that, yeah, no, I've never that's heard full of on, that, isn't it? That's full on. And what he then describes with the pain and the fact that resting it hasn't actually helped, I would wager that's got a bit of nerve involvement. Okay. Um, so either CT junction, which is where you're kind of... That's Nick Lapham, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Two junctions previous. Um, which is where your um, vertebrae in your neck meet your thoracic vertebrae. You get a lot of... Your, your brachial nerve plexus, you've got a lot going on there that comes down your arms. Okay. Um, or something a little bit closer, which is your radial head. You've got two radial, not radio head, by the way. <laughs> um, you've got two bones in your forearm, and if it's along the top there, it may very well be that he's got some nerve involvement at in okay. that joint. So my suggestion to him would actually be possibly chiropractor or osteopath. Oh, here's, someone. A, here's a good question, actually, yes. thinking about that. Should they go GP first or immediately? Um... It's a very, very personal question um, for that individual, basically, because if you haven't had any experience of massage of any, like sports massage or otherwise, or of a chiropractor, it can be a bit daunting to walk in and feel like you've come off your own back kind Mm -hmm. of thing. Some GPs are becoming more aware of that kind of self-care element and will send you or, or suggest you go to sports massage or to a chiropractor um but unfortunately they can be very old school about it yeah and they'll give you some ibuprofen and they'll send you on your way yeah. <laughs> when you go back a couple of times later and it's still like it they might send you for a scan they might send you for you know ultrasounds they could send you for physiotherapy um all of which may work but i find it's very it takes a while as well, doesn't yeah. it, to get an appointment? Yeah, it's a very or... drawn-out process. And actually, ultimately, if they're going to send you off with some ibuprofen, you could have just gone to Boots anyway. Yeah. Um, you're better off, again, engaging with it, saying, right, can you help me? Yeah. Because if you do your research, find somebody that has got, you know, got the good reviews, looks like they know what they're doing, um, isn't someone that's just got their certificate off the internet or anything. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> Then we would go. If I, I've had people that have that have, you know, if that question came to me, I would immediately refer that to my colleague to speak about because you want the best result for that person. Um, and if, but if the GP puts people's mind at rest, then 
that's fine. Looks can be deceiving as well in that respect because my chiropractor years ago was a, she was early 60s, mm. tiny, tiny lady, <laughs> and she was amazing. She used to have a table that would drop mm. when, she, when she'd realign my pelvis and all that sort of stuff, and I'll, I'll never forget her, and she used to make me feel rubbish for a little while afterwards. Yeah, can do. But I came. I always came good, and it, over time, yeah, I really, mm. and with the tai chi as well, yeah, mm. I remember that. So it can be quite a major adjustment, and mm. yeah, for these little people. Could yeah, she was amazing. <laughs> I was like, I was like, what are you, you, you going to do? You yeah. Know? But no, she was on it. She was strong. She was um, te- uh, technique was good, basically. I suppose that's. But um, yeah, I remember that. That was years ago now. <laughs> Whereas I look like I could beat you up, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Graham, Graham chipped in as well on this. With um, Graham from episode four. Oh. <laughs> I can't remember the song from four. <laughs> but he just said, I'm riddled with aches and pains. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was his contribution. Yeah, thanks, Graham. Thanks. <laughs> oh, this is a good one. Uh, from Chris Wood. And Chris is a great bass, bass, bass player from Southampton. Um, and he was in America recently playing and he's doing loads of sessions and he's, okay. he's, a, he's a good man, Chris. When I'm playing, I find that I naturally stand with my weight on one leg or the other. Yes. Which causes stiffness in my lower back after gigs, which can sometimes last into the following day. I've started to use some simple yoga stretches to strengthen that area and it's certainly helping. That's really, really good to, again, to engage with that kind of process because you know what you're doing. Um, a lot of us do that. I have to admit, I do that. When I'm working, I will lock out one leg because we are all the same as we're dominantly handed, we're dominantly legged. Mm-hmm. Um, so you will weight bear. But it can also be an indication that something is slightly out of alignment, slightly higher up, so either in his hips or in his lower back, which is causing him to lock that leg out in the first oh, place. interesting. Because he might be feeling a little bit a little bit off-centre, so that's causing him to... to do that, do um, that placement. And Paul, Kip, Paul Cook, who had the comment about um, his hand kind of seizing, mm-hmm. has then said that he's found a base strap called a duo strap, which goes across both shoulders. Because I imagine okay. a big problem, because bass guitars are heavy. Mm. Um, and sometimes when I play a wedding set, I hold and I have them over my shoulder, as I'm sure Carl does, for, yeah. for about two hours sometimes. Gosh. And it comes over your, um, hold on, over your left shoulder and then it sits there. Mm. And he's found this strap that actually sits on both shoulders and evens out the paint, out, out the weight of it. Mm-hmm. Which is probably good. It doesn't look so cool, does it? Nah. But it doesn't look quite but as cool, but functional-wise, yeah, absolutely. But the thing you, is, that's, that's kind of... Well, if everyone had a two-shouldered bass strap, you know what I mean? A one-shoulder bass strap wouldn't look cool, would it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's just <laughs> what we know and what we don't. That's mm. what it is about, really. Yeah. So, you know, it's all in the eye of the beholder and all that sort of stuff, that sort of... But yeah, it's also why things are designed, aren't they? Because initially, that's just designed to hold your guitar up. It's yep. not designed for any sort of greater purpose than that. That's so it. actually, we need to make it ergonomic. We need to make yeah. sure it's not going to hurt people. And as people do become industries become more self-aware, well, not self-aware, aware of other people and the way that their products are used, that's, that's a gap in the market, isn't it? To to help people. That's it. Yeah, very interesting. <laughs> Thank you for your questions and comments. Yeah, that's great. Thank you very much. That's some actual interaction with the audience, <laughs> no, which, which leads me to believe that we've got an audience. <laughs> we have no idea, do we? We have right, no we idea. Got, we don't know who <laughs> don't, listens. We don't get any an, an, analytics or feedback or anything. Yeah. Like we could just be sat here wasting our time. <laughs> <laughs> it's been I'm fun, learned, though. I've learned a lot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm learning. But we didn't need to have the microphones up and everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning. I've learned loads since doing these podcasts. <laughs> you know, it's, been, it's been great. And you've, you've very gamely joined in on our songs as well, so thank oh, you. That was that. awesome. 
Um, I enjoyed that. We've got another one to go yet. <laughs> oh, go. Cool. Oh, do. wait. Can I? I've just got one more thing to oh, ask. Oh. Um, I wanted to ask you about um, massage and then Reiki. Uh huh. And, and I know they're all interlinked, and some yeah. people don't believe in some of it, and some people believe in some of it, and, and it's all this. What's your sort of tax on it all? I. I have a varied toolkit, personally. Um, I started with the sports and remedial massage. I literally came from HSBC. I made redundant there, and that's what led me to starting my own business, doing the sports massage. And I love it. Um, I've also specialised in pregnancy and postnatal massage. That's cool. um, Because people seem to be a little bit frightened of pregnant people, um, that they don't want to kind of hurt them. But actually, they're not ill. And they're still as broken as they were before when they sat in an office or they did, you know, all of those strains. Um, And that has recently led me to be looking into some energy work. So I am a Reiki master teacher um, and it comes through in my treatments. Yeah. Because in in my experience for what I do, you can't isolate off. The the Reiki becomes sort of part of how you treat. Okay. Um, same as the having the conversations with people and the general just it all becomes you so you very much choose a practitioner and a therapist you don't choose the treatment as you might initially choose the treatment but you go back because of the person that you see that's cool Um, what 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 you have explained to me for, before, Reiki. so I apologise. Yes, but right. what? <laughs> uh, Reiki is basically um, so your energy, I'm energy, the microphone's energy, everything is made up of energy. Yeah. You look at anything under a microscope and it's vibrating on some level. So Reiki helps to channel source energy. So whether you call that God, whether you call that the universe, whether you call it source, whatever it might be. Yeah. A um, what? Higher power. We said a hug. I was going to say that's lovely. Okay. I'm always trying to source hugs. <laughs> that's just what I do. <laughs> um, and once you are attuned to it, everybody's capable of doing it. We've just, as time's gone on, been turned away from doing these sorts of practices as individuals. So uh, through the Reiki process, um, when you learn it, you're attuned to be able to pass it on. Um, and you become a channel. So then for that person that you're treating, it's very balancing, it's very relaxing. You work on the chakras, which are the energy centres of the body. Um, and it's, it's, yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah. Really wonderful. Because what you said earlier about, you said you feel reset mm. or something mm. like that. I hear a lot of Reiki mm. um, receivers. What's the correct word there? Yeah. I hear a lot of them say a similar sort of thing. Yeah. Obviously, you know what I mean? So that's I, what yeah, it is, inspired you, me to ask. Thank you. Yeah, no, you can't, you can't help but everything you do inspires who you are right. and becomes a part of who you are. Um, and a lot of kind of... it. I was worried, and we've spoken about it before, that I do quite a few different bits and bobs that are down a more sort of spiritual path, which is the Reiki. I'm also a Law of Attraction teacher... Mm. Um, so there's various different things that are potentially a little bit off-putting for the people that go, no, I want a sports massage. Yeah, yeah, Don't be okay. giving all that free fee. Yeah. You know, and I, I wrestled with it for quite a while, whether I would set it up as two separate entities. Yeah. Um, and ultimately, as I said before, you end up, you choose your therapist. Mm. Um, you choose the person that you want to spend that time with. Yeah. Um, and what comes with that is all the hippy dippy stuff that yeah. I do as well I don't push it on people you know if, the same as you've just done there if you if you ask I'm happy to share yeah, but yeah. Um, the Reiki will come through in a treatment because it's 
I've part, part of, of who yeah, I am, and brilliant. I've got my hands on people. So perfect. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and ending on a hippy dippy well, note. I, I like it. I, 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 I don't think it is hippy dippy. I, I think it's all. I, I say love that it. with I love, the best. I love the, yeah. con, the consciousness, and I love mm. it all. The one mutton. They're and, too uh, bright. <laughs> You're too turn those lights out. <laughs> and give me a small no, loan. Get those lights off. <laughs> <laughs> or a small loan of one million dollars <laughs> <laughs> should we get Donald Trump out again yeah <laughs> he's brilliant uh, I just I just um, Hayley's very talented at a lot of things and very good at a lot of things but I mean, that music have you ever really tried to learn a musical instrument or is it um, is this uh, I played the cornet oh, and did I you? got to yeah grade four. Oh, we should have brought it where we really should have. <laughs> and I played the piano to about grade four or five as well. Oh, well, there you go. Oh. I don't know why I got Donald Trump. We could have brought a piano in for you. <laughs> chopsticks a go-go. My mum's well impressed that after all that money, I can still play chopsticks at grade five. <laughs> Bigger, better, and stronger. <laughs> so I've got the guitar and Carl is doing his usual oh, singing. no. Um... And I, would have brought, I would have brought a cornet for Haley had I known. Had we I could have found it in a school disclosed somewhere. disclosed that previously. <laughs> but what, what we've got instead is, is Donald Trump quotes. I love it. <laughs> Far better. I love babies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lordy. Right, let me see. What so nuggets have we got? So we had reggae for song one, Carl. Bl- blues on the album. Oh, blues. Hold on, let me get my picture out of the pocket. Blues on it, surely. We're going. Oh, we're just, we're just going. We're going. We're going to dream of things. <laughs> <laughs> He's a smutty bugger, isn't he? <laughs> I love you. <laughs> what a great group. <laughs> oh, this is brilliant. All right, you ready? I got no, never ready. Oh, you come on, you're supposed to be prepared. Well, you're lucky, you're lucky that I haven't I've asked had... you about goalkeepers. No, all right, well, let's do that quickly. Well, I'm not prepared. Oh. <laughs> Maybe I want something else. We can do that. <laughs> we can use, uh, I can give you an insight into it. Go on then. Group one. Go on then. All right, this is with Boydie's help. Okay. I'll give you group one now. Okay. I, I hope. So. We need to build a wall. <laughs> we need... No, okay, so he said, remember, he said, remind yourself of a, a place that you're really familiar with. Yeah. So I'm like, so, so, I'm, <laughs> so I'm familiar with my house. Okay. Give me a break. <laughs> and um, so at my front door is an Argentinian man. He's from Argentina. Okay. He's, um, he's brought me my old toy that I had when I was a kid, which was a stuffed dog called Hector. Okay. My mum couldn't bring it to me because she's on the Baileys and she couldn't drive. So the Argentinian goalkeeper is called Hector Bailey. Shit. On my stairs is a Frenchman. You haven't listened to the other podcast, have you, Haley? Mm. <laughs> this is about... This is, he gave us an really insight confused. into... In, given an insight into... It's called a memory palace. Making it? your memory... Yeah, is it called like memory... It. Is it a palace? Memory palace, yeah. Yeah. And he said, just tell yourself a story, and, and that's what mm. I've been doing. And he's given me... He's asked me to learn the 1978 yeah. goalkeepers from yeah. the World Cup first four You've groups been or whatever. About it. No, I've been reading. I've been reading a lot. <laughs> it's like he's here. <laughs> so I'm a stairs. It's, it's, it's a Frenchman. Frenchman is fast, fast okay. and furious. Dom is in Fast and Furious, and he's got a baritone voice. So the French goalkeeper is Dominique Baratelli. Oh, that's impressive. In okay. the hallway... <laughs> okay. <laughs> One million... In the hall is a hungry man. He's from Hungary. He's, hung- okay. he's Hungarian okay. goalkeeper. He 
is on the way to the kitchen for a sandwich, and which is going to be good, but it's going to be Russian, yes, good. So his name is Sandor Gudya. I think it was Russia. <laughs> well, close. I'm good at this. She's really good. And then, so not sharing his pizza in the front room is the Italian. Okay. He's I'm so a hungry. High profile person. What's that? High profile person. <laughs> He's. He is so hungry. He's hungry as a dinosaur. And my, my lady Zoe is so pissed off. There's all these football players in the house. She's mm-hmm. so, and she's Z pissed off. Zoff. So the Italian goalkeeper is Dino Zoff. Very complicated that's just, stuff. <laughs> that's the workings of my mind, which I'm scares me. I'm so good at me. this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what you should have done is the whole interview just with those quotes. Oh, next time. Um, the thing is, I've no, idea, I've no idea whether you're right or not. Well, look it up. Oh, I bloody will. Look it I'm up. Like, well, do Group B then for next time. All right, we'll do, well, I'll, I'll, do, I'll, I'll do the rest for next time if you want. You I'm, sure? I'm that confident. It's, 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 it's what they say. It's right. <laughs> <laughs> no one does. But it is World Cup. I think there's 32 teams. Yeah, I know. Let's not do that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like football. You just said the rest of them. I don't like... No, I meant the rest of the groups for that year. Oh, there's, okay. only, there's only four All right, okay. back then. Okay. I built a net worth of more than $10 billion. <laughs> <laughs> okay, ready for a bit of blues? Yeah, let's go. A bit of Trump blues. Billions and billions, probably trillions. Billions and billions, probably trillions. Well, I pay a lot of tax. <laughs> I'm just going to sing what he sings. I'm really rich. <laughs> All right. Here's the turnaround for them. No. Ooh. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, something on my face. <laughs> then there's something wrong with you. You're certainly not very good. <laughs> I got something on my face that wasn't there ten days ago. That's all right. It's my white, flappy belly. <laughs> They cut my bit of my white flappy belly and put it on my face. Ay, ay, ay. How do we get, how do we need Trump in a band? Fantastic. <laughs> That's my blues. Take a verse. Oh, come on, I'll go. They put stitches in my belly. Absolutely. Absolutely they did. Oh, that's not good. It was so tight. They were like mouse's ear stitches. Ooh, sorry. Ooh. Man, they hurt. They made me sad. They made me blue. You need tremendous stamina. But not much as... <laughs> but now I'm not as blue as the skin and my belly skin that's on my face. And Morgan looks on. Morgan's the skeleton in the room. What a beautiful baby. <laughs> that was dark, sorry. <laughs> Trump's a madman. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Don't oh, do that in time, that's awesome. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Come on, Trump. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Rub it up, Demon. <laughs> oh, that's great. 